Welcome back to The Perfect Score, the classical music podcast. Today's episode is going to be a Christmas special, as I will be talking about The Nutcracker by Peter Tchaikovsky. So this ballet is a big attraction at Christmas time, due to it being set at that big time of year. It is also practically a tradition for families to go see it at winter time. This ballet is based on a girl whose uncle is a toy manufacturer, and for Christmas, he gets her a toy nutcracker. That night, the nutcracker comes to life, and they have a battle with the mouse king, and then go to a magical realm where she meets many characters, such as the sugar plum fairy. The libretto is from E.T.A. Hoffman's short story, The Nutcracker and the Mouse King. The whole ballet consists of 23 movements slash dances. Although the original ballet was not a success, the 20-minute concert suite that Tchaikovsky extracted from the ballet was. Back in 1892, when the ballet premiered, people felt children were overused and you don't get much from the prima ballerina until quite late in the show. Also, people did not like how much the ballet strayed from the original text of the story. However, it was much harder to criticise the music. It is absolutely beautiful, with classic melodies and lush orchestration. Then, in the 1950s, choreographer George Balanchine staged a hugely successful production with the New York City Ballet, which set up a long-standing tradition of pulling in crowds at Christmas time. Tchaikovsky's music was not only beautiful, it was also innovative. At the start of Act 2 is the first symphonic use of Fluttertongue, which is written in this case for the flutes. It adds a layer of texture which fits in perfectly with the fantasy atmosphere. Another thing that Tchaikovsky was challenged to do was to make a beautiful melody from a descending scale. He did this perfectly in the Grand Paris Du near the end. This is the centerpiece of the second act and has beautiful orchestration with harp accompaniment. The piece gets grander and grander until the end when it reaches a dramatic climax with crashing cymbals. I will say a bit more about about the Grand Pas de Deux later. Another innovation in the Nutcracker was Tchaikovsky's use of the Celesta in the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. This is a keyboard instrument that had only recently been invented, in which the in which the keys are connected to tuned metal plates to make a sparkly, twinkly sound. Tchaikovsky encountered the Celesta in Paris and had one sent to him in Russia, but kept it a secret. He would not let it be used until the final rehearsal of the Nutcracker, because he didn't want his rivals, Rimsky-Korsakov and Glazanov, to discover the instrument and use it first. It has such a unique sound, once again perfect for a fairy tale. You might know this instrument because it has also played the theme of Harry Potter by John Williams. 
I recently interviewed two great violinists who have played the Nutcracker many times with the Scottish Ballet Orchestra. First, I asked them what they love about playing the Nutcracker. And they said Tchaikovsky has created a score full of different characters, each suited to the action taking place on the stage. One minute we are playing music depicting an Arabian dance, and then before we know it, we're playing the lively trepak, Russian dance. The variety of styles make the Nutcracker a very enjoyable ballet to play. It's also a lovely way to spend the Christmas period, playing such beautiful music alongside colleagues and friends. We all work with different orchestras and ensembles during the rest of the year, so it's always nice to walk into the pit and see somebody you perhaps haven't worked with or seen for a long time. Then I asked them what their favourite part to play of this piece is. Their response was the grand pas de deux near the end of the ballet. It follows the tableau section of Act 2 and is a wonderfully intimate moment between the sugar plum fairy and her prince. And her prince. The music is beautiful and is very similar to the gorgeous score for Swan Lake. There is a wonderful video on YouTube of Valery Gurdjieff conducting this pas de deux with the Marinsky Theatre Orchestra at Carnegie Hall in New York City, which we have watched hundreds of, hundreds of times. To be a part of this music from within the orchestra is an incredible feeling and is always a special moment. We feel very privileged and every time we play it. I went ahead and linked this performance in the show notes. Do yourself a favour and watch, and watch it. It really is the best there is. Finally, I asked them if there are any parts of the piece that might need a little extra attention or maybe some extra practice. And they said, the Nutcracker isn't the most difficult piece of music to play. There are a couple of moments in Act 2 that need a little bit of attention, but other than that, it's a relatively enjoyable piece to play. There are some moments near the end of certain movements where we need to be careful not to play during the rests, which are sometimes held a little longer than written. There's nothing worse than being the person to play during a rest. Anyway, this was such an exciting piece to research, because it's so festive and filled with beauty. If you've never seen a performance of this live, I highly recommend it for you and your family to go see. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to visit my website at perfectscore.fm and also visit my Instagram at perfectscorepodcast and tune back after Christmas for some more great musical fun. Thank you.